the theatrics and new lighting. Yeah, so then I get home and uh, call the vet at 145 in the morning. I'm like, ah, oh, this is too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, husband's brother lives in Six Mile. Okay. So we just drove down to Six Mile. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a, a ten-year-old little girl. My wife and I were saying we we got to get Maddie up there to see some Clemson football. Yeah. So. Matt is a Clemson grad. I'm yeah, just, I, I can't believe you don't go to all the games now. I know. I got to get up, get up there. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Um, good. Well, hey, appreciate your time so much, and um, you know we're excited about the opportunity to partner with and help our friends at Jeff Hawkins. Um, and I know Matt has done a phenomenal job just kind of running point and coordinating a number of things. Um, and we've kind of triaged and we've got, um, and kind of what I wanted to do is set the table for kind of where we go from here, how we work with one another and kind of um, give an update on some, some next steps. Because um, I think what I mentioned to you on the phone on Friday and Alan, whenever I was talking with you as well, um, you know, we stepped in and you kind of have a whirlwind going on. <laughs> yeah. We really, well, we, are, we like to operate on whenever it's not a whirlwind. That's when we do our best work. And that's a whole business model of, of unique service and total comfort solutions. You know, we're up. Um, our, our goal is to get you guys in the proactive state where we're planning ahead instead of reacting to what is. And so um, that's kind of what I'd like to talk about today. Okay. How can we get us there? because we absolutely, um, you know, um, stepped in. And so we've, we've um, got you on the process to get your water, water treatment, the water treatment, you get your water in check. Um, so feel good about that. Um, changed out that one boiler and got that going. Now, now's the time you really need to get maintenance on that before you bring that other boiler up and online for um, heating season. Right. And um, we've got some chiller issues that we've run reactive to help you with. I think we're waiting on the flow switch that should come in this week. So we'll get that back up. Um, and you know, I know you've got some piping concerns. Um, share those with you. Absolutely can help with that. Um, I know you might have an issue with some thin cool units. Got a plan for that too. Want to talk with you about how we accomplish that. Um, but really, kind of the way we do best is whenever we have, um, you know, we, we lead with um, maintenance agreements because that's our best opportunity to have, um, you know, become very familiar with your systems. And, you know, there's, and then, but with in our maintenance agreements, we mentioned this to Alan, I'll mention this to you, Ty. Um, you know, there is a place for your local maintenance team and we don't want to replace them at all. We're here to augment what they do. And so what we would like, what we were talking about is, okay, for the things that are within our wheelhouse, let us take those and do proactive maintenance on those. And for the other things um, that are in the patient rooms, um, y'all keep the maintenance on those things. And then, but what we do, and we can support you guys with projects on those. So what that, kind of that scope and that, you know, how we would work with one another would be the boilers, the chillers, and um, there's a larger split system that I believe serves your office. Um, two package units and two split systems. Two package units and two splits. You know, let us take that over and let us do proactive preventative maintenance on those 
And then all the while, we become very intimate with your systems and your facility. And then we're um, the resource that, hey, okay, what can we do to help you with this? And what can we do to help you with that? Get you on a proactive um, plan with those main coordinates. Um, and, um, or, you know, um, at, as it relates to the other location, the Springfield, Spring Hill, Springfield, Springfield Place, Springfield Place um, those town houses, we don't really want to do, um, our, our guys aren't used to going into patient homes or patient rooms after hours. So for maintenance for issues. Maintenance yeah. issues. Um, so, you know, that would be something that we would the want to. The homes over there are just like your home or your home. Yeah. Right. Now, we could and do a project and we did um, provide a quote to do a system change out on that, mm -hmm. which is on the table. We absolutely can do that for you. It's just. As a project. As a project. Yeah. We just want to be very clear. We really um, would like for your local team to be the ones doing the free active calls there. You know, but if it is more of a. Um, um, project basis, we absolutely can support you on that. It's just, um, you know, kind of, again, it's um, understanding how we work best with one another. But our whole goal is to get you in a proactive state instead of reactive. So, um, well, I don't think we're, I, I mean, definitely I like the flat philosophy, but okay. right now we have some reactive issues that have got to be taken care of that are really critical. Right. Okay. And so, we're looking to you all to do that. Yep. So first off is that we replaced all that piping we're running into. Yep. All that needs insulation. Okay. Okay. It had it on there to begin with. When you all removed it all, the insulation all went with it. We need to get that back. Okay. Because now I've got condensation buildup. I've got leaks in the ceiling. That's going to start creating mold. I got families walking in here looking at the ceilings. Okay. Wondering what's going on. Okay. All right. All right. So the other thing is that is there's still air in that system. So I think that's what you're talking about. They ordered the valve for that. Is that right? No, there are two no. different things. Um, on that, uh, there's a flow flow switch for the chiller. Okay. Okay. There's a flow switch for the chiller that unfortunately wasn't in stock. We're having supply issues with like everybody and their brother these that. days. Okay. Um, it should be in sometime this week. Okay. So that's the only thing um, um, keeping that chiller from being fully functional. I think it's working. It's just it's working right now. It's just it's he just had a, your guy came in. Yes. And it was low in water, and we opened up the bypass and got the chiller filled back up. Right. And he's got online. He's trying to get the air out of it now. Yeah. yeah. In there, he's working on getting yeah. the air yeah. out of it right. at this time. That is. That okay. is right. So he's working on the air issue. He's working on the air issue in the line. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. was and that is Rick Camarino. Yeah, he's here today on that one. And then there's four, Alan, is there three, four, three rooms over there that currently are not 11, 18, 20? That they're leaking and can't be fixed? But, okay. all, but all the rooms on Unit 2 now all, all have it. All but four. And yeah, he's still trying, he's still working on those, trying to get all the air out of the system. Okay. To get all, those back up. But he's gotten it out of some. He's just working yeah. on the rest of it. Okay. There's four rooms left that have no air. Right. So what you're saying, okay. Four, right. um, He's trying to. 11, 18, and 20. That's different. That's, that's the, the leak. leak. Yeah, right. That's the leaks that keep the right. Right. Yeah, right. And 11, 18, and 20. And what Alan and I were talking about is because truly, whenever we, we sent um, um, Robert and I out here last Friday, and that's why I called you guys, 
he was Friday, because he was going to try to take those out, and we, he was not able to valve them off in order to do any kind of um, repair. So the reality is Bill Luke has come and he's looked for different options. Unfortunately, supply chain um, is just our arch nemesis right now. The best lead time that we found on being cool units is seven weeks. He's got one other um, contractor that's a uh, supplier that's coming in with him tomorrow. They'll be down here and then there are a couple, believe it or not, there. There, you guys, um, being cool units is the thing that we're working on right now. There's another nursing home that we take, we take care of, Saluda Nursing Home, and they need some um, being cool units out there. So we're looking actually, so we're, he's making a round robin with that and, and then one other um, because they do some custom stuff. And so, and they actually have custom, actually with them is not a um, significant lead time. We're hoping that they'll have a better lead time in seven weeks too. So um, stay tuned on that. He knows how urgent it is. But what we're thinking in terms of the fan cool units, because it is, uh, what we're thinking is, you know, from a maintenance perspective, we don't want to put maintenance on the fan cool units. Um, what we're thinking is that we um, just, you know, y'all buy fan cool units and store them here. And then whenever someone fails, we, ch we sweep in and we change it out. And at that time, you replace the additional valves because the valves have gone bad on them or something because we can't shut them off. There aren't new valves. Right? There aren't new valves. Okay, so we add valves so that we can service them. And um, so we add the valves and we replace them at the time. Four valves per yeah. fan cool, right? Yeah. Two on the hot, two on the cold. Two on the hot and two on the cold. Yeah. And um, so. Bill knows the urgency of them, so I'm pushing them to get the quotes so that we can turn around. So instead of talking about it, I've got a formal quote in front of you, and then we have a good idea of lead time. So in the interim, since we've got the concern of no, number one being able to pull the fan core unit out in itself because it's not doesn't have the, the valve on it, now you can freeze it and cut it and pull it out. But our concern is truly that's not the best scenario to, to try and patch it in the first place. So if you can, Alan and I were talking, thinking outside of the box on um, Friday, you know, maybe what we do is what Alan suggested and then instead of, um, you know, in the short term until you get through, because you're at the tail end of the um, cooling side, so let us make a little, um, some pans or something like that, or you put, something, put something in place temporarily to bridge it through until we can get something on order permanently because you're going to turn to um, heating season, and you know that should be fine with the fan cools then, hopefully. And then, yeah, we don't um, have. We kind of run it, always run into a little bit of issue. We get into, I don't know, late October somewhere around in there where you start getting that, you know, you're either heating or cooling the building one or the other. Right. So, yeah. It's it, yeah. But you know, you, Thursday's going to be 97, so it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. I know. Welcome to South Carolina. I know. <laughs> So that, so that's kind of what, so for fan coals, um, 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 that, that's what we're thinking. By the end of the week, I'm hopeful that Bill's going to have a formal um, lead time and quote in front of you so that y'all can pull the trigger to do, um, and maybe what you do is instead of just ordering the three for replacements here, maybe what you do is order six and you've got three extra on, on hand so that when you decide to, um, Pull the trigger and buy it it's just a matter of hey come on down and let's change out these at that time that's kind of what we're thinking okay what about you guys what does that, and that sound like a good plan that was what we were talking about too when uh, the water treatment 
mentioned the concern about water treatment is going to disturb a lot of things and it's going to disturb those fan cools. So by having a few on standby, might that's what we think will be the best oh, yeah, option. I'm okay with buying some getting on standby. I mean, that's, that's, getting, that's really a good idea. So that way when we're into this, we've got there's just, some sitting yeah, on the floor. Yeah, just because right. of lead time. If yeah. they were on the shelf, it would be you wouldn't have to do that. But unfortunately, yeah. they're not. So um, if we just have them have a plan in place, and then whenever you call us, we're in a much better state. You know, we can schedule pretty quick, get in and change them out for you. What do you see those run a piece? And what do you, what's I don't it, know. Any idea? That was, that was another thing that Bill has done. He's looked at a, different op a lot of different options. And I'm, um, so um, Lincoln and Associates is who are bringing to the table with the lap. They've done some creative custom things for us and they're, they're pretty competitive with price points. So I don't know. I, I, I'd be lying to you if I came up with a number right okay. now. But we'll have all of that soon. And um, so that's going to help you with it the fan coal issue. So the bigger piece is just, um, the only remaining piece is um, the piping, and I know that you want some help with um, adding some additional valves in there. And I think probably um, when we have a better game plan for the um, fan coals, maybe what you guys do is y'all coordinate, okay, this area is gonna be down while we do this. Maybe at that point in time we schedule, we, we change out some of those. Well, there's no here. It's either all down or all up. Okay. okay. There's no okay. No five or six here or five or six there. It's either all down or all up until we get valves put in place. Because, right. you know, they were. That's the problem with not having the valves is you can't isolate a, a wing or a, a right. room. You or can't do anything. Okay. So maybe. Wait. Okay. So you got two boilers and two chillers. Well, one of the boilers or one of the chillers is on one loop. So that whole loop will be down to what he's saying. So maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, what we'll, we'll do is um, we'll um, definitely this week fan coal units. And, and while Bill's out here tomorrow, um, we'll make sure he's paying attention to that. <clears throat> and what we can do is also um, provide the quote. Um, I don't want to get that. I don't want that to delay him giving you the fan calls because I want y'all to make a decision so we can go ahead and order something and have a permanent solution in place. But he can also provide you with cars and get that other done in that middle of the road type season of the year whenever you don't yeah. need cooling or heating. And I hope we can get something to us soon on that because we want to take those fan calls. We're going to we're going to lump that all into our project with the boiler wall. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's how we're going to lump it in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, now is the time to go in and get actually while we can. You know, I hear you. Yeah. There, so that'd be, you know, is this a, it, prob it's prob a capital improvement problem. project? Yeah. I, you don't have COVID. I do not. I do not. Don't put my mask. I promise I don't. Um. Uh, the other urgent issue I heard you say about the insulation. <coughs> yeah, we got to get that done. If you guys can get that done, like in the next year or so, that would be great. To get mm -hmm. that. We'll talk to Brad about. Yeah, they didn't do that as they went because it was just critical to get it right to get the piping done, get right. the air back on, and but. And I, know, I, I maybe it makes sense now. They should have just did it while they went, but I mean. I think it was just a triage. Yeah, but stop the bleeding. Yeah, I'm not going to second guess them. Yeah, I think Matt was out here, um, or y'all talked in night time and temp units oh, and crap. Eleven o'clock. You're on the phone. Alan, I'm tight now, buddy. Yeah. Well, and I really appreciate y'all. Um, I mean, whatever relationship.
relationship do you have with, with Sunbelt? I mean, y'all did a really good job getting those portable ACs in here. And I told Sunbelt when they picked them up how much we appreciate it. Well, that, was, that was Johnny that. on the spot. Calling lifelines is what that yeah, was. Uh, yes. Well, and we really appreciate that. I mean, that was. I, I tried to stress to my people back at the office how urgent this was. <laughs> this is a big deal, you know. Yeah, really? So. Yeah, and, and that, but this is, this is how we work. We definitely, um, we have resources in place because stuff happens. I mentioned to you before, you know, we very much so intend to have a proactive relationship so we're not in a crap, yeah. let's oh crap mode. But the reality is, we have a lot of customers, and there, there are oh crap moments, and so we know how to respond whenever those do occur. It's just, those are few and far between, you know, very much so. What we like, to, um, what we do most of the time is, you know, Rick is here on the PM, where he's putting a lot of effort into making sure your systems are up and running and they don't go down in the first place. And then we're also talking with Alan and you proactively about capital planning. You know, what is our strategic approach and then what, what can we do to, um, you know, contingency planning. Like, for example, with the fan coil units, let's have some extra on staffs um, on, um, on hand and then, you know, y'all make the call when and how we do it. And that's a lot of collaboration with Alan and Alan's team. So. So that, that's kind of what I wanted to establish today because, um, <clears throat> again, I think that, um, you know, we're, we're happy to do it um, and appreciate the opportunity. And I know we can be a great partner to you guys. And I know that, um, you know, a year from now, we're going to, um, you know, um, I, I hope that, that y'all will have nothing but glowing remarks about us and our team. And, yeah, we've been and, pretty and, active so far. I mean, I've been, yeah, just, mm -hmm. you know, I think this we just got a few mm -hmm. things and then you know and then by all means we can you know look at some you know some sort of maintenance agreements or something I mean, well, and now's the time to do it because i'm just now mm -hmm. starting on our budget cycle runs a true calendar year so i'm just just Perfect. now starting on budgets and so i mean we'll need to have that if, if that's something we're seriously going to look at so. well and and that's the whole point of um this conversation because you know, part of what we have with our um, our contract customers, the 24/7, 365 access to us, and um, you know all of the pieces and parts, and, and um, you know dispatching with Camarino. So it's fine. They're having a good time. <laughs> Sounds like some of the people that work for us, they're having a good time out there. Yeah. Got quiet right, right when you walked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. At that time. Yeah. It's three o'clock shift change. Yeah, absolutely. They're ready to go home. Well, so when I met with Alan on Thursday, a lot of it, I had a lot of photos of things that that we found as far as things that needed to be cleaned and uh, went through a lot of photos. And I kind of had to go back to the drawing board because I was thinking I needed to roll in these fan cools, and that's really not in our scope of things that we normally do. So, uh, yeah, and that just just again to say, um, lanes and and you need a y'all need a local um, maintenance team and and he's, got, a, and he's <laughs> got it you know um, absolutely and um, we're here to help um, but again just trying to make sure that y'all understand as we move forward kind of lanes because um, you know our wheelhouse are boilers and chillers and split systems and package units and larger more complex units. And making sure that we do that and then here to assist with things out kind of outside that scope 
Um, and then just, um, and again, um, and just the value add that we bring to the customers, the 24-7, 365, that's what, you know, that we, we lead with that, um, and we're in a better position to respond whenever we know your site, because it's, it is hard for us, you know, we're trying to help you guys, but we really don't know your site very well right now, you know, and that's, that's yet another significant value not having a more, uh, a more formal agreement type in place, and so that's why we always, we do try to lead with a maintenance agreement where possible. Yeah, and the other building really has, uh, the main part of the building's got, primarily has got P-Tax with liquor heat pumps. Yeah. Things out there, so. And that is, that's, I mean, we absolutely could do that, but, um, yeah, that's like that. that. That's that. Well, we buy. We buy. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We buy ten to twelve P tax every year. We got P tax sitting on the floor. We got yeah. pumps sitting on Professional the floor. Professional P tax changer. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> yeah. 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 And of course, that was one of the options we looked at here was you know converting everything here and getting away from the boiler and going P tax throughout the whole building. Yeah. And uh, we were not that close until you guys came along and then we went back to the boiler. So. Yeah, because it's a significant cost for the trend out of power in the that yeah. piece. Yeah, we're out of power. Yeah. Yeah. So we absolutely um, can help all that. So as far as um, you know, their justification for a maintenance agreement and that type thing, Matt does have some pictures there. But we've got some pricing. Um, I don't know that um, how much detail you guys want to go through um, as far as time frame goes. You know, we really would. I think that you all would agree that. As far as the time goes, timeline goes, you know, sooner, like, now's the time that we need to be doing the, P, the PM on the other boiler that you have yeah. to make sure that it is ready to, to go into heat season. So, you know, so I, I know, that, know that you're working on budgets, Alan, but now now's the time. And so if you're going to spend the money on doing a proactive maintenance, the majority of the program, I mean, the majority of the work is done you know, on that initial heat cleaning up. So it would probably benefit you to go ahead and take action on that or if you could stand it for October, November, and December in this year's budget. Um, so uh, there's three different programs that we have, okay? The, the good, better, best. Uh, this is a neat little visual that I've I like to show to explain the the good, better, and the best. The the, uh, the best program is what we have with our clients that really rely on uptime and reliability, like hospitals, nursing homes, places where they can't afford to be down. Uh, the best program is, is where everything's included. When compressors go out of package units or parts on the boiler go out. There's no additional charge to you. All that's covered under uh, the flat rate price. And, and for you guys, that would be, let's call it 2,000 a month, a little under 2,000 a month. All the two boilers, the two chillers, the two package units, and two splits would all be covered under that. There won't be any, any additional calls for service, uh, repairs, and, and uh, moving parts would all be covered under that. The better program will still come out and do all the preventative maintenance. We'll, we'll do all the cleaning like we would with the best program, and we'll test and inspect once a quarter. All the filter changes are included there too. 
But it, when things need to be repaired, we'll say, hey, Ty, or hey, Alan, this compressor's out, it's gonna be $5,000, or however much, and you guys would approve it, we'd bill you for it. it it's just at, at a billable rate, it's standard labor, parts and, uh, parts and, and, and materials there. And that's on all movable parts, so motors and pumps and compressors, anything that is mechanical that's going to break, we're warranting it. And then the good program, based on the age of your equipment, the good program is not one that we recommend for you guys, but uh, that's basically a quarterly test and inspect. We're out here once a quarter, we change all the filters. If things need to be cleaned, we'll tell you, hey, this needs to be cleaned, and we'll bill you for it. If this needs to be repaired, or you have a service call, we'll just bill you for it at our standard rate. Normally, based on the age of your equipment, we're, rec we're recommending this full coverage program. Yes, sir. A lot of times, Ty, what we like to do is uh, financial analysis. Uh, and that's simply where we work with you to get things like power bills um, for the past 12 months. This is a most all of the owning and operating costs are broken down into these eight buckets here. And that's where the bulk of owning and operating uh, nursing homes come from. Uh, power is the biggest one there, along with capital and capital avoidance. So capital avo avoidance piece, meaning if we can do proper preventative maintenance on these pieces of equipment, can we get five more years of life out of them, 10 more years of life out of them, uh, maintaining them properly? Uh, and working with you guys on what those timelines look like. Uh, but I'm happy to work with you on getting, if you want to pull some of these or have some of your accounting folks pull, like the last um, major repairs you've had the last 12 months or, or three years, we can take an average and put in there. Because what we'll see is on the full coverage program, when we put that $2,000 a month there, all these will be zero uh, because they'll be covered under there. I can tell you this, we've harvested anything in the past several years. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why it's crashing yeah, it down. The chiller just started. Yeah, I mean, we had, we really, gotcha. we really had it. You've been mean, saving up for the... <laughs> well, we just either, I mean, just whatever sure. that happened, that we just have not had any... Well, I, let me show you this. Any major really expensive. I mean, we had a boiler spend a few years back, and... Um, I don't want to go through all these, but let me just show you which for a second, Ty. So, um, this is the air handler that's working with this um, condensing unit outside. Uh, what do you call this area here? Unit three, the, uh, this little wing here, and it was it had water in it. Um, that's because there's probably a clogged up drain line there. Uh, this is the package unit outside your admin office. I think that there was a, a clog in the drain line there because the water was coming out the side here. It's the compressor. The coils look pretty, pretty black on the inside there, but when we got to this other side, there's some stuff growing here. Normally in our quarterly PM, we'd get that out of there. And I wanted to show you um, Obviously, it's not flowing out of there. 
this one took the electrical panel board off. There's really not any air going through there at all. Uh, that's causing your power bill to go higher than normal because it's having to work overtime to pull that air through there. A good coil cleaning is obviously due there. And the reason why the co those expensive compressors go down is the compressors go down when they have to work overtime. And when they're working overtime, then they're just not working like they're supposed to, and, and they wear out a lot quicker. So it, it sounds like you haven't spent a lot on the PMs. Uh, the, the chapel has got a package unit there. We didn't take that one apart like we did, but I'm confident it's going to be the same. Dirty coals. The chiller that's right out here. Uh, these switches, I know he was saying he had to replace that a couple times. That's one of those movable parts that will be covered. The repair called out, out here to fix it or the parts and materials, all that will be covered. The coil the is there. Switch. What's that? The flow switch. Yeah, flow switch. Right. Just the dirty coils there. Really get in there and clean those out. So you guys would come in and clean all the coils and do all that stuff rather than our staff cleaning the coils. Correct. That's a, that's part of the proactive preventive maintenance. Correct. Really get in there. That's what help that chiller. You know, get the life, best life out of that chiller. That's that switch. And then here we talked about this pump. Um, this is just standard pump maintenance that we would normally do on a pump. This is a critical piece of this whole system. This pump goes out, and that's, that's all your flow you got there. So part of our quarterly checks will be making sure it's greased correctly, the belts are lined up. That's outside of the new boiler mechanical room system. Boiler, so this older boiler needs we would recommend preventative maintenance before you started up here in the fall. Yes, correct. There was an old compressor here, so that was a, one of those big ticket items that I think you mentioned it was like 15000 or something. It was on the uh, 15000 $20,000. That's an example of a repair that would be covered under the, the full coverage program. And we wouldn't leave it out there like that. It's gone. <laughs> I think we all went away for you. Uh, this chiller, just so you know, I was talking with Brad about that. He said this chiller is two generations ago antiquated. Uh, so it's on the border here. We really need to be watching it and trying to get as much life out of, out of it as we can, but be talking about this, this chiller. There are parts for repairing this one when it goes down. That's what it looks like. It's just an old, old, old chiller. I'm not trying to scare you. Or build unnecessary fear. It's just, it, it is what it is. Uh, and then this is an example of air-cooled chiller maintenance that we would do. I'm not going to read through it all, but it's a list of all the things we check and really try to make sure it's maximizing the life of it. I, I like this little chart just because it shows this is the way you guys are operating now from what we see is more reactive mode. It's, it, you, know, you might have no expenses this month, but next month something goes out and it's real hard to budget. Um, the best program is just a flat rate of that $2,000 a month. You don't have these 
unexpected expenses. It's easier to budget from an admin standpoint. And this blue area is really the savings that you're able to see because as things go out and break, it's causing more wear and tear on the equipment that it's going to save you in the long run. This is what we call the run to failure mentality. So that $2,000 a month, what's not included? Uh, not, so like non-movable parts, like ch uh, the coils. So if a coil has a leak in it or somebody kicks it with a hammer and it, it, it So basically all movable parts are covered. Correct. All, all things that would break or, or Okay. That, that, are, that are maintainable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Pumps, that we motors. can do things proactively yeah, right. to keep them from failing. Yeah. Belts, uh, pulleys, the uh, uh, compressors. Yeah. That's a big one. Motors. Uh, and those are the things that we get those service calls for at 2 a.m. in the morning mm -hmm. because something's down. It, it, it's all those movable parts normally. Every now and then you have some, a problem with the coil, mm -hmm. and that's what we call a project. Well, that's, I do know when it's outside of the scope of a chiller, they took our old pump that was on the bore and put a new motor on it because they could not find a pump. For the chiller? The old chiller? Yeah, so they had to use our old pump that was on the bore. Interesting. It was actually new, but it was it's still old. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Tyler replumbed it back in and just put a new motor on. Deal. Tyler is pretty talented. <laughs> that is an so Tyler. That's and that's kind of that's our wheelhouse. That's what we do all day long. And again, we could do other stuff, but that's not that's not what we do. That's you know you're gonna pay us more to do that whenever somebody else could absolutely right. do that for you. But chillers, boilers, um, package units. Um, that's our wheelhouse. Yeah, sure. And one last thing, I want to show you this here. This little chart is. The, the way we like to operate. So normally when we come and talk to you guys, when I first sat down with you guys, I didn't expect you to say, I gotta have a boiler and I gotta have it yesterday, okay? <laughs> normally what we do is we shore up your existing systems. That's step one. And that's getting all the PM done on startup. Startup meaning we come in here, we go through each piece of equipment. What do we need to do to get it working the way it's supposed to be working optimally? And then we establish a performance baseline. So everything's running like it's supposed to, great. Now we know the way it's supposed to run. Um, then we can start to assess and find out, okay, well, what needs to be tweaked? Do we need to do something different over here, add something different over there? And then we execute improvements like new boilers or chillers or things. But that's after normally getting what you got running at 100%. You know, getting those coils out behind your office clean so that they're running 100%. It sounds basic, but you know if you don't take care of that, right. it's going, that compressor is going to go out, and your office is going to be out of out of air here soon. Yeah. Be fine with me. <laughs> you like it hot? Yeah, I keep my vent closed. <laughs> well, and that's another piece. That's another piece. I don't mean to be a smile. The lady, no offense, but the lady's back there. The lady's like, hey, 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 they probably are in their 50s and 60s, and there's a reason for that hormonally that they have, they're freezing you out. <laughs> I can tell I you all so. about that one. I think so. They all are the 40s, so they Yeah, there you have it. We will go there further with that. Uh, we, don't call, we don't talk about ladies, ages, but I can tell you there's a reason for that. But we could. But those are little things that we could help you with proactively. Yeah, I can see issues, that. We can make some adjustments to the, the airflow that you get and coming in your, your office space. 
and I'm not, I promise I am paying attention to y'all, but I'm over here texting Brad about this, and I'll, we'll circle back to that okay. when you finish. One last thing. So this is how, you might ask, or somebody might ask, how'd you come up with pricing, okay? These are my scribbles from when Alan and I met on Thursday about the valves and how many, you know, the yeah. 63 fan coils. But what I want to show you is this is your equipment inventory. Part of what I did was go through and get serial numbers and, and model numbers of every piece of equipment that you've got. All of these compressors that you have and the chillers are all things that we use to come up with pricing. You know, the year on them, did you? Uh, most of them. I did. Okay. 71 was that old hot water okay. boiler. Um, 2001-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2008-2
say something, I think. No. Gotcha. Uh, so, you know, kind of, um, I understand budgets and that kind of thing, and um, but I do, uh, you know, we, from a kind of us knowing what you need and um, before you go into heat season, um, you know, definitely would love to, if, if you could, you know, October is the time to do it. It really is. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'd hate for you to, if you're interested in a long-term relationship with us, I'd hate for you to pay us what it would cost you to do a PM on just a one-time PM for that. You know, but if we had, um, you know, a full agreement that you could amortize and pay us monthly, 12 months, you know, could you live with three months at a, at a at, you know, unbudgeted amount and then get it going into your uh, 2023 budget? That's kind of the, the, the point, because really we would recommend getting started like as soon as we can. And, uh, Let me ask you this, is there, any, is there any cost savings for anything you've done already that if they we went into an agreement it would fall underneath that category? No, um, it's just that, you know, if there's any consolation, the price that we're going to charge you for the work that you've done, we've done reactively on the chiller, that probably would have been found on the startup anyway, and it would have been part of your cost to bring it. Because, like, if we do a startup, and you've got a failed compressor on something, we're going to quote it to you, and we're going to ask you to fix that before. Let's talk about startup. I don't think we've really talked about startup. Okay. Uh, but, so if you guys say, yeah, let's go ahead with a, a maintenance agreement, we would uh, bring technicians out and do all the cleaning in the startup. Uh, we would make a list at each piece of equipment. What is kind of like a pre-existing condition? What, is there a hole in the heat exchanger coil? Is there a, a leak in the compressor line to begin with? Uh, anything like that that is a major issue that's several thousand dollars, we would say, hey, this was here when we got here. We need to bring it up to par. Uh, it's gonna cost this to fix it. Do you wanna do it now or do you wanna wait on this piece of equipment to, you know, to have it under the full coverage program? Sometimes people wait. A lot of times they just say, it's broken, go ahead and fix it. Um, once it's brought up to insurable or maintainable standards, that, then we just take it from there and we insure it. It's kind of like going to get health insurance and they say, hey, you came to us with this bad pre-existing condition. That's no <laughs> place. I know, that's that. a bad, exi yeah. bad example. <laughs> but but we're all, kind of we're all old enough to remember that. that. Yeah. But um, most of the time, um, don't let um, fix-up costs scare you away because um, there are lots of things that we can do around that. There's significant, which I don't anticipate that they are going to be. Um, Everything you have is working. I mean, yeah. we didn't see any large issues. There, all the units are running. Yeah. No compressors look like they're not working right now. So it's not. I, I'm not anticipating a startup. We just haven't talked about that yet, so I thought I'd well, it's good to know that elaborate. That, you know, if, if there is something that's found in a startup, and we're still going to tell, we'll still eat that cost. Right. Well, and, and also, um, there's a lot of flexibility. Um, as GM, I get to, um, you know, I could, we can make an agreement that if you decide to go with full coverage, and then, oh my gosh, there's a $15,000 repair that you have to do before we move forward with this. Um, we can agree to maybe scale back or exclude that piece of equipment. We can change, you know, we can negotiate what the um, remaining agreement looks like and then maybe you could budget that into, you know, maybe six months down the road getting it fixed and something and then we bring them back up to a G coverage. There are lots of different 
I've got a lot of flexibility um, to negotiate if we need it. We just want to help. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what we're looking for. Um, because ultimately, you know, the more intimate we are with your systems, the better we understand how things operate and the more proactive we can be in terms of helping you um, get to a good spot and being available 24-7, 365 without Mike Branham um, screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> for us giving priority service well, this, to a non-contract customer. <laughs> what, but, but that's what she was trying to explain to me. I, it, I'm still new here, uh, but she was explaining that we've been given 24-hour service, you know, calls at 11 o'clock at night about the rental units and things that all I wanted to help. But Absolutely. she's saying that's, that's what we do for our contract customers <laughs> that are working with us. And, and, and that we park from you. Um, so we're trying to get to that stage with you guys. It just kind of went backwards because we had to help with the boiler first and instead of yeah. putting maintenance first. But. And, and absolutely, um, you know, I don't want us to leave this meeting thinking that, you know, the only way for us to continue helping you guys is if you sign an agreement. Um, I'm just telling y'all because of the way we operate and our goal is to become intimate with your equipment and intimate with your site and really put us in a position so that we really can be the best partner ever. Oh, and one more crucial piece. Uh, so we, we assign a primary tech and then a secondary tech. So you'll have one technician that knows the site and, and the secondary that knows it too, but every time when they come out once a quarter to change filters and things like that, or for service calls, the primary technician is the one that comes um, who knows the site. So you're not having to go educate them on, mm -hmm. oh, well, you guys just installed this and this is where it goes. And this, They know the system and, and that, that really is a very efficient way that we operate as opposed to sending a new guy every time there's an issue or every time something needs to be done. And based on where Tyler lives, Tyler probably would be your primary because he knows chillers very well. Um, he lives in Little Mountain, I believe. And uh, so you would be accessible. Sure. He'd be the, the closest one to respond. You like Tyler? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's good. All of them have been. I mean, oh, good, good. None of them have not been. Well, we don't have um, uh, just a little bit about our, co our company. We don't have like laborers that are uh, construction workers. You know, there's not going to be, we're not bidding these things with you know, Jose. <laughs> A pricing. These are technicians that are uh, know their stuff and certified and know the equipment. Uh, Jose could be a technician. Jose is a technician, <laughs> and, and I, I didn't mean that in a wrong way. I, a lot of times we're up against people that throw, uh, you know, eight dollar, ten dollar an hour guy in it. Our guys are. I have to come up with a better way to say that, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work on that. <laughs> I'll back that up, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so um, kind of closing the loop again, I, I told you that I was um, texting with Brad. So um, we've got our insulation guys out here today that were finishing up some insulation on the boiler install that we did. Okay. So I've asked Brad to, to grab them. Alan, I know it's getting, um, we're in the wee hours of the day, but I've asked them to, um, we try to get them to make sure that maybe they touch base with you before they leave the site today. And uh, let's go ahead and lay eyes on the insulation. So according to Brad, and I'll read you exactly what he said. So apparently the reason why we have the um, issues with the, um, um, 
Okay, chilled water and hot water lines inside the rooms have not been insulated. The problem with the old connections corroding was that they were insulated incorrectly. Does that sound right? That's know? what your guy from CES told me. They had Rubitex on. Okay. Rubitex went up to where their uh, okay. white insulation is. Okay. And that was. They had um, Rubitex that far. Okay. Okay. So they had to remove that and yeah, they fix did. it. And so, again, part of us reactively jumping in here. Whenever um, Matt was quarterback and trying to get us to do it, we were just saying, hey, fix the valves. And so they came in and they pulled the insulation off and they fixed the valves. But we didn't include the price of putting insulation. Now we can do that. And so what I want to do is get Derek to, um, the, the folks from Derek's lay eyes on it and let's get you something really quick so that we can go ahead and get that back in place. But that's, again, hence the, um, we really like to have more pro <laughs> proactive piece. I think that it wasn't, um, I didn't realize, I think, that it was a, um, a middle-of-the-night call that we were paying to get down here and get somebody lined up to do that. So we really didn't lay eyes on it to understand that, hey, you have Rubitex on it, and then, hey, we're going to have to rip, rip this off in order to fix them. We just tried to stop the bleeding. Tried to stop the bleeding. It's in a bad spot <laughs> because I don't like to sit here and tell you, oh, we missed that on, that, on um, putting the project together. But... We missed it putting the project together because truthfully nobody laid eyes on it proactively to, to figure out all the pieces and parts and do their price and you know that's why it took a little bit of time to issue that boiler quote in the first place because we're not going to nickel and dime you with a change order here or change order there because we missed something if we quoted you and it's included in that scope we own it whether we make money on it or not so that's kind of that's another piece about why we don't do bid stuff because the bid world is you know, riddled with, well, okay, change order this, change order that. That's not that's not the culture and how we run. So um, I'll get him involved so we can get that insulation done, like ASAP. Um, Bill's going to be out here tomorrow, um, and so I'm pressuring him to get you a price ASAP. I'm hopeful by the end of the week, but let me give a better commitment by the end of the day tomorrow. Um, and then, um, you know, Rick is here working to get the air out of the pipes, and that's more on Mike, our yeah. service team. They just talked to me, and those okay. 42 and 21 are running. So obviously what he's done is hell. Okay. 42 and 21 are now back. So there's two, two Mark and then we're going. Is there still two more rooms that are on? They're checking them off. Okay. They're going through it now. Sure. Okay. What's he doing to get the air out, you, you know? He's working magic because there are no release, release valves or something valves on this. Right. Yeah. And it could be, it could be the pump. You know, he's got air out the system back there at the chiller. He finally got air out back there when we started refilling. He got air out there and the pump may be stronger now right. than the old one. I don't have the magic. And real quick on that. And but it's running. Yeah, this is outside of, y'all know I'm not the technical one in the room. I'm just repeating what I was told. So, oh, um, you're doing pretty good. I thought. <laughs> she can hold her own, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I act like I know what I'm talking about. So, the so mindset, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit. So, when they come back to put that flow switch on the chiller, mm -hmm. um, they probably are going to have to drain the lines. And, um, if they can shut the valve off, they don't, because I don't bring the lines to put this one on out here. I just shut the valve off. Okay. But so, if they can't shut the valve off, then they're probably okay. going to have to drain it. Too. Well, yeah. if you said May, 
There's, they're, right. you know, they're, they make. But so Mike's point is, we really probably do need some, or they call relief valves. We need some valves on the end of that show of that loop line so that if you do get air in the system, if you can easily bleed it out. Yeah, because there are none at this point. Yeah. There's none anywhere. And we don't have. Yeah, that's absolutely something that we could do. And the time to do it is if we are going to, you know, maybe we have a plan, a contingency plan, that if you bleed it down, maybe we could go ahead and just put the, the valves in at that time. There's two ways of doing the valves. Uh, we were talking about it. Do you do them at each uh, fan coil when you change them out, or do you, at some point, shut it down for two or three days and go through and put four valves on each one as a project, you know, to proactively put them in? Are you guys leaning toward one way, or do you have a thought on why one won't work? Well, the old ones were set up. They came in the one, and then a valve was put in where it split the two. But those valves are history. Mm. They half of them broke. They don't work. I mean, you got to stop the war. Mm -hmm. And the only way right now is we have to go shut the shut the water off coming in. And then once you make the cut, it's going to drain to the lowest point, which is on the floor from everywhere in that line. There's, there's two different things. So he's talking about putting the valves in, so for serviceability of mm -hmm. the fan coil units. Sure. And Mike's talking about putting the bleeder valves, uh, um, bleeder valves right. on. So two two different projects. Two different things. Right. And really, I think I think the way Mike was talking yesterday, and again, this is confirmation from Mike, not me, not me, but I think I think Tyler could do that whenever he's here, changing that flow valve. Close switch. What would be good is if we could get up in the ceiling and cut valves in at different places so I can shut these eight rooms off. Yep. You know, and but, I've got but then the sad part about that, that will require bypass. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure which is the cheapest route to go on that. Mm -hmm. So Bill's gonna be here tomorrow, and Bill is, um, I'm gonna tell him in advance to talk with you specifically about that. And that's what I've written down here for him to get together a quote for that as well. But I want that to be separate from the fan coils because we need to order fan coils. Yeah, I got those. I got three right Yeah. And I'm just worried. I'm worried about what's going to happen when we start this boiler up. Yeah, I think it's because of the pressure difference between this one and the old one. And those fans, you know, the cold fans are giving out now with. Well, your fins are given out now, not on that boiler, on the other boiler that they didn't replace. Right, they're on the other boiler. That is correct. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we. Yeah, I mean, just a you know, 10 year kick in the room. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, as far as um, next steps, Bill will be in touch tomorrow. We'll have a better update on the fan core units. Um, and um, folks talk to Derek folks about the installation. We're going to um, hopefully they'll touch base with you this afternoon and um, get some information on that. And then um, just chew over. Yeah, we'll look at this. I'll the, send this um, off to our we have a regional uh, <coughs> corporate maintenance person. I'll shoot this off to them too for input. And then um, let's just agree that um, by the end of the week, we'll touch base again. Maybe I'm, I'm out of pocket. I've got a um, 
link peer group meeting that I'm going to. I'm part of a, a peer group there, so we're meeting for the rest of the week. But um, Matt can run, Matt's been running quarterback, will continue to run quarterback. But I just reach out either Thursday or Friday if that works for you. If that timeline works okay. All right, sounds good. Is this book mine? Not yet. Okay, but you'll send it to me because I'll, I'll need to copy that. Send with this. I can do that. Um, you know what, gentlemen? I can put it together. I did not bring my business card in. Oh, it's so, they know um, you. Y'all got my phone number. I called over y'all. I'll call them back. Um, and I, uh, appreciate your time, Ty. Yeah, thank you both. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. We're working hard. We're in your corner. <laughs> well, hopefully, there's cert- there, uh, the training or seminar you're going to is someplace starting. Yeah. Well, we're going to um, one of our other contract, well, another leading service contractors up in Buffalo, New York, Mods and Mechanics. I'm going to Buffalo. Then my husband is coming up on Thursday. Our peer, peer group is through Friday. And then my husband's coming up Thursday night, and we're going to stay over and go up to Niagara Falls. That's on our go. COVID list. It'll be fun. So, yeah. close by. I was going to say, because there's not much up there. Yeah. Where are you from originally, Ty? I'm from Colorado. Colorado. Yes. So, um, yeah. real quick, I don't need to belabor things, but Molly's son's in med school and he's uh, got graduated. He's in his final residency, so one of his places is Colorado because he, my child is a hippie at heart. Um, she is, and he wants to be out there and hike. He loves hiking and, and nature. Go, and go to the Boulder. I know. I know. So I said, oh, I but I want to bring you Where do you want to go? Farther than that. Where do you want to go? I want to go on a boat of Anchorage. Oh, nice. Goodness. That'd be awesome. I would love to live out there. That'd be I, great. I've been to a place called Satils. It's S E P T dash I L E S. It's in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you look, it's the most northern tip of Canada and it's right across from Greenland. Been, I used to work in manufacturing before I came to Toyota Comfort Solutions and we had a customer that had some issues. It's so cold that um, some of the remotest, we, we did stuff for the for the, um, freight rails. And so, the site is so remote that after November you can't access it except by a helicopter to fly in and out. Trucks can't even make it. I like here on the northern tier of Alaska. <laughs> you know, they've got a preserve that's about the state of South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That, you know, people did live in, but they're not given permits anymore. Wow. They cut it out in 1980. You can visit it, but you can't live it. Now Chris, your number is 800, what, 803, 823, 827, is that yep. right? Okay. That's me. Pick that back up from Friday. Okay. And um, Matt can send a follow-up email, and he'll copy me on it as well. So, anyway, we really appreciate you guys, and um, I know we can help, and hopefully we've done some good things for you so far. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, everything. Appreciate Matt, everything well done, and help. Thank you. Especially when we're in crisis mode. Thank you all. It's been Yeah, we were. We really appreciate that. It's always working with you guys. Yeah, we're on the phone about midnight. That's right. Very, very and I promise that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, thank that's you. That's what we do. Yeah. As far as putting the binder together, I can put 
it together. You want me? Are you leaning more toward one or the other? I I don't know. I'm gonna let I'm gonna send that off and uh, no start having some dialogue with those guys and um, perfect. See what they what they think. But yeah, I need to get need to get all that in there. So as soon as you get that turned around, that'll be good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Let me it's call Brian real quick, um, Alan, okay. before I leave you guys. Um, okay. I want to just make sure that Derek, our Derek guys, are. are 